What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbus, and I'm super excited today. Uh, got a really cool artist on, a great songwriter, and a guy who I think is uh, uh, doing all the good things when it comes to country music. It's it's a very traditional sound. It's something that I love personally, uh, and it, uh, it's cowboy, and I just love it. So I got Dan Lapine on with me today. Dan, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. I think you're awesome, and I'm excited to get to know you a little bit and have everyone else listening to uh, know you a little bit too. Oh, thanks a lot, Kyle. I'm excited to be here, and thanks for having me on, buddy. Of course. So why don't we get go- get started by just kind of giving a little uh, background about you. Uh, pretty cool. You're from Wisconsin. Uh, I- I've only ever met one other person from Wisconsin, uh, and I'm a. I, I got to say this out from the jump. Uh, I don't know where you lie football wise, but I grew up a Minnesota Vikings fan. I apologize. Um, so here we are. I like you, but. <laughs> Well, you like probably it. can't see my hat because of the glare, but I got a Packers hat on. But uh, I think I got a I got yeah. a Vikings blanket sitting back oh, here. Oh boy! Oh boy! Bad start. No. <laughs> Rough start. I know. No, Blame my dad. That's all right, man. <laughs> I respect anybody who uh, roots for you know who they grew up watching. Yeah. You know, and just sticks with them, right? That's what's cool. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of pain in the last uh, you know twenty five years of my life. So you know. Yeah. It's, it's not like it really helped me in any way. So yeah, let's be we. Honest. We haven't been much better. We've had too high of expectations, I think, the past 10, yeah, right? 12 years or so, but how it goes. I love it. So so kind of get into that a little bit. Like, where, where did your love for music start? I, it, it's cool when I, like, meet other people that aren't from, um, you know, your typical, uh, you know, Northeast or, or Southeast, more Southeast, or Southeast and, and just the South in general that, that love uh, you know, music and specifically country music. Cause, cause I'm from the North, I'm from New Jersey. So, so it, it's yeah. kind of cool when, when you get uh, a whole different perspective on country music and, and yeah. uh, so, so, so where did your, your love for country music start and, and, you know, kind of why have you found yourself where you are right now? Well, um, I grew up in like outside of a pretty small town. Well, decent sized town, I guess we had about three and a half thousand or so Sox city. Um, but we were kind of halfway in between Sauk City and and another town called Spring Green. And I kind of grew up more rural. And um, growing up, though, in Wisconsin, there wasn't really, you know, a big music scene for, like, country music and stuff like that. But um, I was more into what was around me, I guess, for, for music. And when I was, a you know, a teenager and stuff, it was more like metal and, yeah. and hardcore punk and stuff like that, actually. So... I was more into that when I was uh, growing up and it wasn't until I was in like my earlier twenties that I started to really come around to country music. Um, but I think growing up, you know, in the country and I always liked playing acoustic guitar and singing and um, just growing up with, with my folks uh, who really enjoyed classic country music Um yeah, that's what kind of got me into it. We took a trip down to Nashville when I was about uh, 23, and um, that was big, a big eye-opener for me, you know, just seeing all these kids playing um, on Broadway and stuff. And I was like, damn, man, that looks fun. I want to kind of try that out. And I just slowly but surely got into that, and now I've been doing it full-time for a few years. So, See, I think that's great because I think that it, it, for a lot of people, it's like that eye-opener, right? Because, like, I don't know. I'm sure you agree with me here is like when, when you live in an area where it's not like 
country music all the time. Mm. Country music's not really cool, right? So it's kind of hard to be that that one guy that like pushes the boundary a little bit and and mm. tells everyone what they think is cool in hopes yeah. that someone else agrees, right? So like, were were your buddies yeah. like, oh yeah, country music's not cool, or were they like, were they did they think it was cool? I don't know. I'm well, sure so. I've always kind of had a weird friend group. Like half of my buddies were more like they grew up more country, but then the other half I was buddies with them through, you know, music in one way or another. And a lot of the music people that I was friends with didn't really care for country, you know? Um, But then I guess just uh, growing up in Wisconsin, it seems like it would be a great place for country. There just hasn't been a ton of, um, country bands around here i feel like except for you know there's we've got our fair share of cover bands and stuff and we've had a a couple guys come out of here um but yeah i've had to kind of like it sounds weird but a lot of my love for country music besides like growing up um in the country has been just finding it on the internet yeah so like just finding people on spotify and paying a lot of attention to the Texas country music scene and stuff like that. That's kind of, I feel like that's a big reason why I love it. Just seeing what they're doing and being like, man, I love the sound of that. You know, you know, I don't think that's weird at all because I mean, I started listening to country music at some point in my like mid to late teens. Right. But, and, and, and like, it was kind of a similar thing because like for me, at least no one thought it was cool. So it was kind of just me. I'm not <laughs> right. So, um, you know, as I got older, I started diving into it more and, and, and now it's more of like an obsession, but, uh, you know, what it comes down to is like, it's really cool to, to kind of find that music that you like that, that maybe other people don't know of and also see artists grow, right? Like, it's cool if you find someone that you don't know on Spotify, for example, at some point I didn't know you, but I, I think you're cool. Right. So here we are. It's, it's so, it's such an easy process, which is why I always encourage everyone to just like, if you're really interested in it and you're super passionate about it, you'll have no problem going to find them because it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. That's really yeah. all it comes down to. So I think that's so many, awesome. That's how you did it. Yeah. I've met a lot of awesome people too, the past few years, uh, some of my closest buddies now yeah. are just people that I've met through doing shows up here in Wisconsin. Sure. So like, yeah, it's been a cool, cool. That's, process. That's, that's the one thing I really like too, right? It's like you play a lot in Wisconsin and, and also I, I love the way people from Wisconsin say Wisconsin. It's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, how'd you, how'd you just say it? Um, Wisconsin. 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 Yeah, right. Wisconsin. I love that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I had some, I, I know this guy from, uh, I say Nevada. He says, uh, Nevada, Nevada. That's all I say. I say Nevada. He says Nevada. I could definitely see people from Wisconsin saying Nevada. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're, you're like, so yeah, I, said, so right. The, I said Nevada and he was like, that's not how you say it. And I was like, oh, okay. How do I say it? Mm. Right? It's like people from Boston. Where was he from? Um, or was he from by you? No, no, he was from uh, Nevada, Nevada. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's where that's where he's from. That's where, like where he plants his roots. So, like it was like this one. He was like the one thing I always say, Nevada. I'm like, all right, listen, yeah. run with it. It's like people from Boston saying Boston. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> or it's like really New York people saying New York. I mean, I New York. It. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> listen, I know a lot of them, but um, yeah. I think it's really cool that that you are very actively playing music where you live like you th- it is one thing to say like okay i play a handful of shows here and there but i have to go elsewhere or the surrounding states or down or wherever to 
to play more, right? Like there are people that live on the border and they'll drive an hour to play a show or they'll drive an hour and a half or, or farther, right? Um, but I think it's cool that you're really taking advantage of your state and, and that you want to play where you live and, and you know, you want to grow that side of things because I think it's important, right? I mean, I think it's cool. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's good to have your foundation. You know, I've been doing it for about, my first show was in uh, August of 2018. So I think that, it's good to really just, uh, yeah, get your chops up in your state and have a good foundation and good um, support from your area. And there's just so much rural areas in Wisconsin too, where I think naturally, you know, there's a decent amount of people who really like country music, even though um, there's not a ton of country bands, I guess. But, you know, then again, the more I kind of get out of my own little, my own little box, you know, I always, end up meeting more and it's like wow these people are from yeah you know yeah. wisconsin too like i did a songwriters um round a few months back and there was like 10 songwriters and i just couldn't believe the talent and i was like man i didn't know like anybody going into this so i'm like man i gotta i gotta get out of my little box more so <laughs> yeah you gotta uh spread the wings a little bit and see, see what mm -hmm. you can i love it so so who are some of these guys you, you mentioned the text scene a lot right like i i love uh you know what i call like cowboy music that's like you know some of my my favorite stuff and it, it took a long time to get to that point because like i said it was a, it was a late love for me so i backtracked i started with like the more pop stuff and that like kind of made sense around here and then i like made my way all the way back and okay I mean, I've been country music for like 15 years at this point but i mean i i you know 10 15 years and and, and now like my favorite guys are are you know like the cody johnson randall king's Oh hell yeah! Like Josh Abbott's, like that, like that kind of stuff. Like that's my my favorite type of stuff. Um, so like, who are these guys that that maybe you found through Spotify that you were just scrolling through Spotify one day? Maybe that's one of them. Maybe not. I don't know. Like, who are some of these guys that you listen to that you say like, this is why I do it? Think for like guys. Well, like yeah, you you kind of said it, man. Uh, Randall King's been a big influence. Cody Johnson too. Um, a lot of the. Yeah, I guess, you know, Red Dirt and I'm trying to think. Uh, William Michael Morgan's another big one. He's, one. He came out of Mississippi. Yeah. He's been in Nashville for a while. Um, let's see. John Wolf is another guy I really like. I love his voice. and um, I have that, that kind of stuff. And then also I really enjoy like Tyler Childers, you know, and he's um, – they always sound a little different coming out yeah. of the Appalachia or Appalachian or however you say it area. I, I used to call it mountain country for a while. Cause I didn't know, yeah, how to, it, I didn't know how to figure it out. So that's what, just what I called it. Yeah. Um, they do sound a little bit different. I don't know what it is. I think it's like a little, it's, it's the rasp. I think that's what it is. Yeah. The, and more bluegrass roots, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like they, um, lately, a lot of the stuff I hear coming out of there seems to be, like you said, more raspy, almost like, uh, like there's a little bit of grunge influence in it, almost like they yeah, kind of yeah. grew up also hearing uh, Nirvana and stuff, but also right. bluegrass, you know? <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's like Nirvana, Willie Nelson, and mm, yep. some bluegrass in there. That's yeah. kind of what I get from that. I mean, I, don't I think know. that's right on, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know what I think is funny about that scene? I'm curious your thoughts. Like, I think it's, it's funny that like even people who are not typical country music fans uh, say that they like that stuff. Uh, and I mean, I like it, 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's my favorite. I like it. I think I used to like it a lot more. Like I think Purgatory from Childers is untouchable. I think it's a great record. Uh, I think I used to like it a lot more because I think that it's starting to become a little bit oversaturated because everyone's kind of starting to sing like that. Like mm-hmm. young young kids trying to make their way up. And I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't do that. But for me personally, I liked it because it was so unique and now it's not as unique. And I just don't know if I like that as much. But as a fan of country music and someone who wants to help grow the genre uh, in any way that I can, I say that very loosely. But um, I think that it's cool that random kids from New Jersey like Tyler Childers, Zach Bryan, Sergio Simpson. I think that's cool. Um, yeah. I think it is cool in, in the sense that um, country radio, the people at country radio, they see like these independent artists that can like sell out huge festivals <laughs> and even maybe arenas and stuff. And, but on the other hand, I also, I kind of agree with you in the sense that it's been kind of the new, it almost feels like it's been kind of the new wave of country, like the new sound. And when that starts happening, you'll have a ton of artists that'll come out that'll kind of sound like that. So I've kind of chosen my team or whatever is like traditional country. Cause that seems to be what I really love the most. And that seems to be like something that I'm going to always love. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that the other, that the other stuff is like something that's going to come and go, but just for my personal tastes, I guess. I love sure. sure. So, so in, in terms of the stuff that you've put out, right? Like, and, and, this is super relative because I know that people, you know, put things out and then they take things down. But the the first stuff that I can see by you came out in 2020, right? Um, I don't know if that's correct or not, or if I'm wrong there. But from what I can see from looking at my Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, I had a four song demo I put out in like 2019. I even called it an EP at the time. I probably should have called it a demo. I ended up taking that off the internet. And then I had a, a single that I put out in 2020. Right. Right. So was that like the, cause like you, you said, you've been doing this since 2018. Like was, was your, was your goal to just put stuff out and just like, I don't know how to word this. Did you want to put something out so that when you go play these shows in Wisconsin, right? Like you can tell people like, go listen to this stuff. Like even if, even if you're playing covers for two hours, right? Like you can even be like, Hey, um, if someone comes up to you and says like, I think you're really good. What are you going to say? Like, I have nothing out yet. Like it's better to have something out. Right. So do you think that where you started in terms of your first song or your first, you could even talk about that, that, that four song demo, but like those first songs and where you are now, like, where's you, where have you seen the growth and what have you learned? Um, yeah. So the first, the first little release I had, um, I just kind of, I had to figure out my sound, I think as a sure. country artist, cause I have, I had done music for, I don't know, at that time, at least like 12 years or something like that. But I hadn't really, I hadn't done any country music projects and I hadn't um, recorded anything like that. So I think recording that kind of helped me pick a a sound and a style or realize what my sound was. Um, And I guess I never wanted to just be like a cover band. I figured like, yeah, I could probably make a living doing cover songs and stuff in the bars, but I think personally I would probably get sick of it after a while. And then I would just be like, all right, what, what kind of job am I going to have to get? You know? So I, I always wanted to people to know, like I have some originals and I love writing songs. I just love uh, sharing my story, I guess, with people too. Yeah. 
So, so uh, I don't want to, I don't want to backtrack, but in terms of covers, like I know personally that if I had to sing, if I, if I had any lick of musical ability and I had to sing, you know, five covers every single night, I probably could pick five that I would never get sick of. Do you have five that you would never get sick of? Oh, definitely, man. Like, even if we get to the point where we're just touring around playing as an original act, I think I would always throw in a couple. Like, I just saw Tracy Lawrence the other night, and he he covered In Color, you know, James Johnson song. Um, One of the best songs. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know off, off the top of my head what five I would do, and they probably would change because I tend to – I don't know. I like learning new covers here and there, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely throw some in, I think. Okay. That's fair. I think it's funny because like there are songs that I consider like the best songs ever written and the best songs ever recorded. But I think people don't understand like I, and also probably you listen to so much music that there's so much interchanging on it. Like just because like you think in color is top three greatest songs of all time which personally i do but what i'm saying is like just just if you think that that's the case that doesn't mean if i'm listening to dan seals you know twice a week three times a week that doesn't mean that i don't think that jamie johnson is still incredible you know what i mean like i feel like there's yeah. so much like like interchangeable uh like you said like you know you you could play five or you could play three cover songs in a set of two hours right and then in two weeks, you have the ability to change those cover songs and pick a totally different songs, right? And that's like that's mm -hmm. the fun. And I feel yeah, like that's that what, is that's what keeps you uh, you know, it's like it's like when you when you grow up playing a sport and then like professional athletes, like let's say you're a professional baseball player, and then you get to go play wiffle ball again, right? Like it's like bringing back <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't know, it's fun to change it up. And I'm trying to think too, if I were to pick something that I've, I guess, you know, a ton of bands have done it, you know, so, or at least cover bands, but boot scooting boogies always been one of my favorites to do. Of course. Uh, sold the Grundy County auction. Those are always super fun to do. How about be my baby tonight. That's good. Yeah. One. There you go. Yep, right? John, like, yeah, man. That's, that's a fun one too. You know how long I sat in my car to learn every single word without messing up. You know how long <laughs> it took me a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Really, he's, really long time. he's quite the, the wordsmith. Yeah, right. That's the word, but yeah, John Michael Montgomery, man. The soul too. It's kind of like that. And then Garth had um Garth had uh why am I um ain't going down to the sun comes up. That's one that's oh like, yep. You gotta have a, a lung for that. Dude's he's he can spit, man. He's got some bars, I guess, huh? That's uh, <laughs> see that that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People people understand like that stuff is so cool, but people don't do that anymore because it's it's hard, it's not easy. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I haven't really heard. I don't pay a ton of attention to like stuff on country radio and stuff, but I'm wondering if there is some songs out there where guys are, you know, or it's like a mouthful like that. I don't know. I feel like that just went well with the '90s country style. So, so way. that's that's interesting you say that because like I know that that's that stuff that you really enjoy and that stuff that you really pull from. Like, so what do you think personally like makes up the 90s sound because everyone always says like if you love 90s country music like this one's for you right but like but like in reality right when you say i play traditional country music that can be anyone from george jones hank williams mm -hmm. senior 
George Strait, like, and those are totally different eras, right? And it's still oh, under yeah. that same umbrella. So like, what mm-hmm. embodies the, to you and personally, what embodies the nineties? Like, why is that the nineties sound? I think it just, there was more emphasis on the twang. Okay. Uh, not just with the singing, but with the, the instruments too. You know, it, it really, it sounded like it was more proud to be from the country. You know, it was like country music that really sounded like it was straight out of the country, you know, and, sure. and I'm not saying all music since the nineties isn't like that, but I think sometimes um, the pop, popular side of country, you know, has been a little bit more in the forefront of the stuff on the radio, maybe. And I, I do think it was more like in the earlier nineties too, that I draw from, because I do think that like, you know, Garth and Shania Twain and artists like that, they kind of did change the genre. And I feel like they, you know, made it into more of a, I don't know. It, it just grew. It grew, I guess, you know, um, but the earlier, earlier nineties and seventies and eighties as well. I feel like there was so much good, super twangy stuff, hardcore country. As yeah. people, you know, I, I, I agree. And you know, it's funny. I, I love, I love when Garth says this, cause I'm a really big Garth Brooks fan. I, I really, I've been for a while, while, but um, my favorite thing that ever came out of Garth's mouth was when he said like, at some point, you know, like the guys that I looked up to were saying we were in country. So like mm-hmm. it evolves, I guess. Right. And like, say what you want. I'm not here to, to have the country, non-country conversation. Cause I think it's just, it, it you know, people milk it and they, they talk about it and, and mm. you know, I love music and I love a certain type of music and I'm not going to tell you that you can't like whatever you want to like, right? I guess whatever. Mm. So, but I think that's really interesting to think about the fact that like a Garth Brooks, who we consider country as country does, um, except for when he, you know, went Chris Gaines, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> great record, just saying. Um, but like that you have like a guy like George Jones being like, yeah, that's, that's not, that's not, you know, that's not country or like whatever. So I don't know. I always found that really, found that really interesting and, and, and a little bit telling about like, you know, the, the direction of the way things were going, but um, that's besides the point. So uh, let's talk about um, kind of where I started listening to you. And that was in 2021 is when I first started listening to the CP, uh, by the way, in my opinion, Fisherman's Anonymous, great song. Oh, thank Great. you, man. <laughs> um, I love that song. Uh, I don't know if it's the guitar licks or what, but there's something about it that really loops me in every time. So you put the CP out, right? And and you know that's 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 a big deal. And for me, and and I'm interested to hear your take on this is when you put out a project like that, um, did you do that so that you can jumpstart into the next stuff? Because like it's I don't know, it's always kind of important when you take a group of songs. And I think it's a big deal for a lot of people when you're working so hard at something for so long, and then you finally have enough songs to put together a project. Cause what we love music. Cause we love growing up and listening to all these albums that all our heroes put out. And like, it's cool to have a collection that you can kind of call your own. That's not just a single, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was exciting, man. I, at the time, I think when I released it, I think I still had my old demo out, but I, I kind of knew that that was, um, I was just so new in the process when I did the demo that it was more of a learning experience than anything. And yeah, I was excited to just have something that I could, a package really that I could present to my fans and some I could sell, you know, out at my live shows. And uh, the songs 
yeah, I like all all six of those songs on there, and uh, I recorded it down. That was actually the first um, release that I recorded down in Nashville. So a couple of the songs off of that EP I released as singles um, leading up to it. But those, uh, yeah, that was the first batch of stuff I recorded down in Nashville, and it was cool to just kind of take that that leap um, production wise and get to have a lot of the same guys who have played on some of my favorite records you know record on my stuff so i think that's really cool and do you think that that in terms of like you know a guy from small town wisconsin go to nashville and you know obviously everyone always says you know even if you think you're good there's a thousand people better than you right or like there's a thousand people just as good right um which is like incredibly intimidating but you know as as a guy who loves music and to be able to get in their studio and know that you have some of the best people backing you, that's got to be encouraging when you're, you know, recording these songs and getting ready to put them out. You got to have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder where you're like, I know that this is, I know that this is good. And this is what I want to put out. Yeah. I think um, the first time I went down there, yeah, I was definitely like thinking like, Hmm, you know, am I even good enough to be, driving 10 hours down here to record, you know, is a good idea. But um, everybody was, you know, pretty, pretty like encouraging, I guess, with um, just my sound and everything like that. So I was kind of surprised and, and happy to, to see that. And there's a, there's a, like all your friends and family can tell you you're great, but until like you, you kind of get someone that doesn't really know you all that well, tell you that you're really good. It's got to give you a boost of confidence. And I, I think that that's, that that's always uh, really encouraging, no matter whatever, whatever you might be doing. Um, and uh, I love that, that you had that experience because, you know, for the most part before that, right. You were playing mostly in Wisconsin and did you, do you, do you branch out? Like, or did you stay in that bubble for a while? Well, um, so I recorded that in 2021. So that was about a year and a half ago. Um, and I started playing down, in Nashville a few months after I put that out, um, whenever I would go down there and I still haven't played, played down there a ton, but I try to do a gig almost every time I, I do a trip down there. Um, but other than that, you know, I haven't done a whole lot of branch. I played, you know, some of the neighboring States up here. Um, but yeah, I'm still kind of working on getting a legitimate tour going and uh, finding, the players who are really, you know, wanting to do that too. Um, and I, I got a great band of backing musicians, um, but some of them are kind of iffy on the whole, you know, going out and leaving their family behind for, uh, you know, anywhere from three to 10 days at a time. So we started. So that's all kind of work in, in progress still, man. I'm trying to really trying to branch out. I've, I will say this year, um, I'm a lot more spread out than I was a year ago and a year before that. So we're moving in the right direction. So I, I think that's great. Cause it all takes time, right? Like it's not easy. And, and I think people don't realize how grueling the tour life is. Like, it's not, it's not like you just, when you say you're a full, this is really funny. So I, I have a, a buddy who, who li- born and raised in Nashville, plays music, incredibly talented, sometimes comes up here and and plays in New York City. And I'll go, I'll go watch him. And last time I was there, I, I was I was in this room and he said, uh, you know, it's really funny when you become a touring musician because um, you know, what you do is you you basically drop everything, you get in the van, you bring some band, you bring a band or your friends, you all have instruments, you go to a place, 
you play at a place, you pick up, you drive how many hours again, you stop at a truck stop, you keep driving, you stop, you play again, and there you are, you're a touring musician. Mm -hmm. And like, it is the most unglamorous thing when you're first starting, but for some reason, it's for a lot of people, the biggest adrenaline rush because it's so fun. Um, and I mean, personally, would I be able to do that? I don't know. But, you know, for the people who really love this stuff, it's, it's an adrenaline. Like, you know, I'm sure you drive all around to, to play at all these different places. If you didn't love doing it, you wouldn't do it. Right. Cause you would, you know, like it's, it's just, you could probably go and get another job if you really want to and play on the weekends. Like you could totally do that. But, mm. you know, if you really love it, it's fun. It's like you're a kid. Yeah, again. I think I'm, it's just, I'm just thankful for quick trip. I don't know yeah. if you've seen my, my post. Well, I was going to get into that. You jumped my gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, you know, it's nice to have something out on the road, you know, some sweet, you know, I got a real sweet tooth and, uh, you know, eating that and then getting some caffeine and that, that'll keep you going. So can you, know? you explain what that is? Yeah. So it's basically like the best convenience store slash gas station on earth. Um, and there's like a, almost like a cult following up here in Wisconsin because they just, they just kick butt. I don't know, man. They have all the options. They have great customer service. Um, it's a nice clean place. They, their bathrooms are even clean and this is like a gas station, you know? So it's, it's just great, great selection, great selection of food and everything. It's awesome. So you love quick trip so much, so much so that, uh, your new song that'll be coming out in, uh, you know, I guess what is it about a month, right? About a month or so. Yeah. Um, it, it is called God Bless Quick Trip. God and bless I, Quick Trip. I like how Quick Quick Trip is spelled K W I K. I think that's great. Um, so like is it long was it, is it a fun song? Is it like you know, like is it is it something that that you enjoyed writing and like how you know at what point were you like hanging out with your buddies and you're just like, man, God bless Quick Trip. And then you just wrote the song, like how did that all oh. First, I got to say, because the spelling thing has been a little controversial because there's quick trips in other states and they, they spell it normal with a Q. <laughs> but um, Wisconsin, yeah, different. they're both different. They, they just they're different. Yeah. Um, but I thought of it one day. Well, actually, I can't take all the credit because I went there one day and I noticed they started putting like um, crushed up candy bars on their their long johns. OK. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that that's freaking next level you know it's not healthy but it's freaking it's gonna be amazing so Wait, uh, hold on. I, I gotta stop you i gotta stop you what do you mean by long johns oh long john donuts oh okay you guys, you guys okay. have those out there right or, i know what you're talking about but we don't call them okay. long johns so really? that's why that's why i was like what does he say because i i immediately went to the fucking like pants <laughs> so like, <that's> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like what are you talking we about? do call those long johns too so what what do you guys call like long Donuts. I don't know if we have a name for them. They're I don't just know if like, we have a name for them. They're just long donuts out there, man. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. There they're might there up. might be like a really honestly, there might be like a really Italian name for them. And I just, they're kind of shaped like this weird coffee. It's cool are, coffee. Are they mug twisted or no? That is a cool coffee mug. Um, they're not twisted generally. I think those have another name. Are those? Uh, I don't remember. What so I, I we have a name for those. I forgot what it is. But we have a name for those the ones that are twisted. Long donuts. They, I'm not sure, but I digress. Are they crullers? Are they crullers? Yes, uh, crullers. Crullers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just gonna Google it, but uh, I guess we don't need it. Anyways, Long Johns. They were my favorite donut. Um, 
until the Persians came out. And uh, we'll get into those in a minute. But the Long Johns, um, they usually, the ones I would get was just chocolate and it would have cream in the middle. Yeah. Um, so the cream-filled chocolate Long John, a staple for many years. But then they started throwing like Reese's on top of the Long John. And I was like, dude, this is just the best thing ever. <laughs> and I wrote, uh, well, what I did, I posted a picture of it on my story. I just said, God bless Quick Trip. And uh, <laughs> my cousin was like, you should... She like commented on it. She's like, you should write a quick trip song. And I was like, I should write a quick trip song called God bless quick trip. And yeah, I just uh, jokingly that day, I kind of came up with a chorus um, and sent it to her. And she was like, Oh my God, you need to like actually do this. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And that was like over two years ago. So I like had the idea for a while and I just kind of wanted to wait. And I guess I wanted, I, I knew right away. I was like, this could be like, a pretty big thing in Wisconsin, at least. So I was yeah. like, I want to wait to release this when I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing a little more. Yeah. Cause I was like a year and a half into this at the time. And I didn't even know how to, I still on like all my releases, I didn't really know what I was doing as far as I knew how to upload something to Spotify and whatnot. Sure. But as far as like releasing music correctly, on a really low budget, I wasn't really sure what I was doing. And I feel like this is the first song where I actually I'm going to be doing that somewhat the right way. I think that's like awesome. I think you do great on social media too, right? I think so. I think it has yeah. good potential. Yeah. I think that's yeah. so cool. And I love that you're, that you're like tying in this, this, uh, th this part of you, this, this Wisconsin party, right? Like it's something super mm -hmm. unique to your home state. And I think that's really cool that it all started because of a freaking long donut. That's yeah, right. Come on. Well, that's sick. the simple joys in life, man. That's, <laughs> well, that's so, country so music right there. <laughs> what is what is the Persian? What what is this? Are you a donut connoisseur? Like, what is all this? Did you really? I love don't know donut? if I'd say I'm a donut connoisseur. I just have an addiction to sweets. I think and fair enough stuff. But um, they are like they're shaped more like uh, I guess they're like a circle. But um, they usually have like cinnamon roll frosting on them okay and uh yeah i love the ones that have the nuts on them as well just i don't know it's like it's like a cinnamon roll without the cinnamon it's just got a bunch of cinnamon roll frosting on a donut and just fantastic dude i love it i love it sounds like my diabetic nightmare that's what it sounds like but it sounds fun <laughs> it sounds good it well sounds it's good. a bit of it can be a problem so that's, <laughs> i think that's what makes me like it even more because like you're living on the edge <laughs> yep exactly man That's you're right. out on the road you're driving to these shows and then you're you're drinking and then you're eating bad dude it's it's a dangerous life man it is a dangerous life but it's a life that you're willing to live and it's a life that i'd probably be willing to live too i mean listen I, it's it's good time now listen you go, to, you go to a, a quick trip right what is your go-to order every time including the long donut well like I said, the, the Persians have just kind of replaced the Long Johns. I got oh, to go sorry, back the to Long the Long Johns. That's okay. The, that's okay. Long Johns right. are gone. Um, I got to I got to go back to the Long Johns just for nostalgia. It's been a, it's been <laughs> like a year. But anyways, I I like to get something hearty and something sweet. So I'll get a a Persian and I'll get you know a slice of pizza, or I'll get um an Angus bacon cheeseburger or a chicken. So they're like high quality chicken sandwich stuff, if I'm yeah. feeling like being healthier. So it's like high quality stuff here. It's not like like cheap food. Like they got some good stuff going on here. It's reasonably priced and it's way better than any gas station food ever. Wow. 
I might have to make a a run to Wisconsin just for dude. If you're out, if you're out in the Midwest because they're branching out, um, I think they got stores in Michigan and Minnesota and Illinois now. Even maybe maybe not Illinois. I don't think they I don't think they like Illinois. <laughs> but if you're out this way, dude, yeah, you should honestly. I love it. And they got all kinds of caffeine too. People always talk about Bucky's, but I think Quick Trip might be the way to go. I don't know anything about Bucky's, but that might be. They say, they say it's like the Walmart gas stations. I don't know. I, that's hmm. I, I don't. I've never been to one. We got Wawa. We got Sheets. Well, I, I've never. We don't really have Sheets. Sheets is in Pennsylvania, but I've been and it's pretty good. But wait, uh, so did you grow up out in Boston area? Then? No, 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 uh, New Jersey. So I mean, New Jersey. I'm sorry. More, yeah, I grew up here. So so uh, outside, fairly outside New York City, like ten miles. So oh wow, okay, yeah. cool, man. Yeah, so. So we we got we got a Wawa and um, we're really big on Seven Eleven, but Seven Eleven's crap. You don't go there. So um, so, uh, yeah. but you know it's all about the convenience here in New Jersey. So that's, that's I guess you know what it is. It's uh, it's yeah, quick. quick trip. Yep, I hear that, man. Quick trip, man. One day. Well, I like I quick that. trip. It's quick. You know. That's right. That's 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 it. Better be quick. That's how they market. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but dude, I'm super stoked for the song. I'm stoked for everyone to listen. And uh, I think it'll be awesome. It'll be a lot of fun. And I'll, I'll learn a little about a little, little bit about quick trip. So um, I'm really excited. That one's coming out in about a month. If you're listening to this now, it's probably a couple of weeks. So, uh, uh, you know, stream it and, and get ready to stream it and share it with all your friends. March, March 31st. Be March 31st. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, thanks for coming out with me. I appreciate it. You're a great guy. You're a really cool dude. Hell of an artist, hell of a writer, and and uh, you know, a great musician. I'm really excited just to kind of see where your uh, where your career blows and or goes and uh, blossoms here. And and I think it's gonna be awesome. So thank you for coming out with me. Oh, thanks a lot, man. Hey, right back at you, dude. I saw some of the names you've had on this podcast. It's really awesome, dude. You're really uh, killing it, man. So I'm gonna have to start tuning in a lot more and check out a bunch of these now. I appreciate it. I do. I, uh, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun and, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't do it every week if I didn't love it. And if, uh, you know, I didn't have people coming back and uh, g- give me some likes and listens every once in a while, that's always great too. But, uh, everybody, you can go follow, uh, Dan on Instagram, uh, Dan Lapine music, all one word. That's Dan L E P I E N music. If you don't know how to spell music. I can't help you, but uh, go follow Dan on Instagram and, and go stream all his music wherever you listen to music. Apple Music, Spotify, it's there. And, uh, you know, go go listen to us on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's wherever you find it. That was another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode, and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every week, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, Friday at 10 a.m. Central. Again, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, this is another episode of the RCM Podcast. I'm Kyle. That's Dan. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you.